Fellas, how many times have you seen thirst trap posts on Facebook from women? Ladies, how many times has that one dude sporadically sent you a DM just to stay in your conscience? These are baiting and dating tactics, or what some people like to call breadcrumbing. Now, what exactly is it? We'll get to it in just a few. We'll also discuss President Trump's triumphant return to the White House. Real deal or reality show drama? T2Q episode number 864 kicks off right now. All right. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? Think about it. Think about it. My name is Quincy. And this is my show. The Talk to Q Radio Show. Call it, go ahead. Hey Q, how are you? What up, what up? Let me thank you for having me on your show. It's so awesome to be here with you and all your listeners. Bad man posted some of the chat room that almost made me choke over here. My man Ray out there in New Jersey. Ray, what's going on, man? Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? No, I ain't telling you don't screw. Screwing's cool. Some women are down for it. Yeah. I said some, not all. This is a show that people are supposed to get their opinion and tell what they think. And I think it's offensive to say that a person who speaks well is trying to speak white. Focus on knowing how to build a relationship versus a bank account. Is that it? 516-595-8306 is the number to call in and give your two cents. You can also go to TalkToQ.com and click on the play link to join the chat room. Now, um, since the last live show, I've released five more podcasts, and you can be sure to check them out, you know, wherever you listen to your podcast. I have an interview with two ladies from the reality show Bridezilla's that just dropped this week. I talked to a Missouri police officer about police brutality and other things. We didn't see eye to eye on everything, but, you know, we got our opinions out there. I talked to an author of erotic fiction, a husband and wife entrepreneur team, um, the manager of the only Black-owned bookstore in Phoenix, Arizona. So I've been busy, but I have more shows coming your way. So subscribe to the show so that you don't miss any of this podcast gold. I mean, I'm just giving it away for free. By the way, I do have an important show note. I'm going to be changing the way the the live show works in the future. If all goes well, then callers will have the option to call in using just audio or they'll have the option to use video. It's totally up to you. The show will also be streamed live on Facebook. So I have more details to come on that a little later once I figure out all the details. All right. What is breadcrumbing? It's primarily done on social media. And the breadcrumbing dating is a tactic that people use to string you along until they can decide if and when they ever actually ask you out. It's basically leading someone on, sending them sporadic sporadic messages or commenting on social media posts in a way that keeps you interested in them or keeps them interested in you, I should say. 
however, is always vague and noncommittal. Tonight, we'll discuss how not to fall into that trap on the Talk to Q radio show. No experts, just opinions. And before I go to the phone lines, I want to give a special shout out to our show legend, Crystal Hickerson. And I'll just say that I hope that you have a speedy recovery. All right, so let me go to the phone lines. Where do I want to go first? From the 850 area code, the Emerald Coastline of Pensacola, Florida, making his way to the ring, the man in black, the Buckster. Buck, what's going on, bro? What up, what up? How's everybody doing this evening? Doing pretty well, man. Glad to have you on. And let me go back to the phones. From the 732 area code, the Garden State of New Jersey, please welcome on the show enforcer, Ray. Ray, what's going on, man? Hey, what's going on, Stu? What's up, Buck? How y'all doing tonight? What's up, Ray? Doing pretty well, man. All right, and let's see, where am I going to go next? From the 601 area code, my hometown of Jackson, Mississippi, let me welcome on the man, the myth, the original show legend, the Minister of Sexual Affairs, Eminem was shaking. <laughs> what up, Q? What up, Radio World? <laughs> What's that, oh, man? man it's, oh, house. man, it's blowing with the wind, man. Chilling like a fan. Yeah. And that wind going to be blowing pretty hard in a little bit because um, Buck got another hurricane that may be coming his way. I don't know. It may yeah. miss you, Buck. Yeah. Yes, sir. We yeah, that's it all right. This time went up 100, 100 uh, miles per hour since since this morning when I went to work. I'm like, damn. Yeah. 145, baby. So, all right. Shout out to Crystal who's in the chat room. And so, and I got another caller holding. If you wish to chime in, just press one on your phone. That lets me know if you're ready to speak. But if you want to just chill out and listen, that's cool, too. All right. So, Eminem, I'll start with you, man. Have you ever heard of the term breadcrumbing prior to tonight? Um, Not phrased in that way. No, I haven't. Uh-uh. Okay. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, a, that's a pretty new one on me, man. That's That sounds like some... Um, some next-gen type terms or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's been around for a little bit, but um, and I think it's something that we've all done at some point. And, but, oh, yeah. um, I mean, Ray, that, what I about mean, you all? Have you heard about it before? No, uh, I never it's heard there. of it until you gave a little bit of description on it tonight, but before then I never heard of it. I've heard of it a little bit, you know, when you got, you know, you got boys in three different age groups, you know, you're going to hear just about everything. And since my youngest is 20, you know, he mentioned it. Um, it was kind of funny because he mentioned it, you know, we were talking last week and he was talking about it. He thought somebody was breadcrumbing him and I said, what the hell are you talking about? You know, so he was describing it and he was describing it much like you has described it. And I was like, "Wow, okay, that's some of that. That's some of y'all's next gen crap, whatever." And we talked about it a little bit more. And I told him, "I said you got to be more direct." I had to tell him how we used to do it old school style. But anyway, all right, heard so about it, but not. I got you. And so Eminem, do you think you've ever breadcrumbed someone? I mean, even if it was unknowingly, you ever just strung somebody along? 
just because cause you weren't quite sure if that was what you were looking for or that you wanted to, like, <laughs> really commit to it? I mean, I, we've all done it, right? Oh, yeah, of course, man. Uh, I'm just I'm just laughing at the, the term breadcrumbing. I mean, you know, um, uh, what did we used to call that shit, man? Well, like Buck said, pretty much everything was more direct. But, yeah, man, I I think it's only natural uh, people do that now. Um, I guess something that's 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 more common with with uh, with adults <clears throat> is the fact that uh, with men anyway, you do that because you're trying to kind of you know you get a feel for something. So that way, you don't want to just just overdo it, and and now you you know on the news uh you fired, so you just kind of tinkering, you know. And uh, you know, for uh, uh, philandering and meandering, you know, different little situations. You know what I'm saying? But uh, but I don't know. Okay. That uh, but the but but the way you described it, it's this only when it's in somebody's inbox or something, right? Or it's just period. <laughs> and well, we're mainly talking about through social media, so yeah, I think oh, it's more okay. of a social media okay. term. So, uh, okay. but I think we've I all was done thinking more. I was thinking more of it live. So let, let me, let me, let well, me I mean, we, that then. We, we've done it live before too, I guess, in many ways, and we can get to that. Right, 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 right. Yeah. I, I can relate to it live more than anything else. Uh, I guess a common way that, that, you know, a lot of people would do it, uh, with that is probably just like extra, extra little symbols or whatever, you know, <laughs> just like. Oh, it's nothing. It's nothing but a like, but it's just like, but okay, everything she put out there, you love. So, you know, little shit like that, I guess. I got you. And let me go back to the phone lines real quick before I get to you, Ray. Let me go back to the phone lines to the 601 area code, the Magnolia State of Mississippi, and uh, welcome on my man, Joe. Joe, what's happening, bro? Joe, you there? Hey, what's going on, everybody? All right, what's, hey, what's going up? on? What's going on? Hey, what's so, up, y'all Joe? Y'all probably remember Joe. He's called in before to talk boxing with us um, back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, Joe, let me ask you, man. You know, I know you, you're in, in your mid-30s, so I know you're a younger guy. You'll know. Have you ever breadcrumbed someone before, even if it wasn't intentional? You ever done that? Yeah, I look at it as just throwing a jab, you know, as a boxing reference, it's just a, a range finder, just to, just to check the temperature and see, you know, see where you're staying at. That's all. Okay. And see, I, that's what I kind of relate to it as well. It's like, um, you know, somebody might send you that text out of the blue, hey, big head, you know, or maybe send you a little flirt on social media, or, you know, and then you're not trying to discuss your feelings. You're not necessarily committing to anything. Like you may say, "Yeah, we're going to hook up some someday," but you don't ever give that day and time that's actually going to happen. So, I mean, Ray, to you, is breadcrumbing simply a form of flirting, or could could it be something that's actually harmful to the person that's receiving the breadcrumb, so to speak? Oh uh, yeah, I think you should. You know, it all depends on what you want. Now, if you somebody that's dating somebody or you just trying to get to just have somebody to have fun with, then that that's one thing. But, you know, I was always one if I met somebody and I liked them and I thought they had good character, I would always be as honest with them as I could be. 
you know, but if it's a matter of somebody that's, uh, you know, they nice looking, but they really not your type attitude-wise, because I never cared for a girl that smoked. Now, she might be a beautiful girl and all that, but if she smoked, she cursed too much, her family fucked up, I don't want nothing serious with her. You know, we kick it a little bit, but it wouldn't be to the point where I'm direct or asking a whole lot of, you know, serious type of questions. But I, but then again, always, if I was uh, dating somebody, I want to know about them. You know, I never met no girl and smashed the same night. Because she could be family, or you can find out some shit you really don't like, or she could be dealing <laughs> wow. with somebody that you gotta, you know, you gotta be aware of who she used to deal with. You kind of gotta find out all that before you get down to everything else. Now, other guys is different. They's college, you know, they run through girls like a freight train. Nah, you got to, you know, me. I was never in a rush to do that. I ain't saying take a month to get there, but I'm going to take some days or maybe a couple of weeks or something before I get there. So I wouldn't say, I wouldn't call it breadcrumbing. I would just say just, just doing your, your homework. Okay. So, Buck, what do you think, man? Do you think that if you're kind of just Throwing that jab a little bit, just trying to feel things out that um, it could be harmful to the other person because they're thinking you're into them, but you're not really committed to anything with them. Yeah, it could be harmful. I mean, you know, you need to be up front. I mean, and this is something that, you know, I always try to stress. And, and you know, communication is key. And if you're, you know, this every once in a while you want to, you know, flirt with somebody and just, you know, act like you want to get at them, that's, that's one thing. But for somebody that's not really desirable or somebody that's, somebody, you know, not on your level or somebody you would normally pick and you still, you know, you're sitting up there breadcrumbing them, man, they, you know, that it could be harmful, especially when you find they say, hey, you know, I'm not really interested, you know, um, you need going down the road, then, you know, you you got to be careful in today's time because you got a lot of you got a lot of crazy people out there that um, you know they don't know how to take rejection. You know, so you just got to be careful with what you're doing. You know, you know they not, are not desirable, then you don't need to be leading them on. Period. You don't need to be breadcrumbing. You need to, you know, cut bait, let it go. Okay. Well, Joe, let me go back to you for a second um, with something Ray said, because Ray said, you know, sometimes you got to do your homework or that person may be attractive, but it's not anyone you're necessarily looking for a relationship for whatever the reason may be. So for the most part, isn't a, uh, from a guy's perspective, I guess, isn't a guy going to breadcrumb someone that they're really not interested in long term? I mean, are, are you only doing it because it's like a physical attraction and nothing else? Because if you really like her, you're going to go after it, right? Uh, well, with that is, I mean, it could be like multiple scenarios, and I do agree with the brother with finding out as much as you can, but it could be someone you dealt with in the past. That's when I most commonly do it. 
you know, I feel like if I had you once, it's almost like a Wi-Fi password. I, you know, I still got you a little bit, so I might reach out every now and then, just a little jab, a little, you know, hey, you, you know, how's it going? No, something like, I like that. that. So I do it. I do it more so often with people I dealt with in the past. But uh, man, with people that you you know you're interested in, I mean, a, a woman allows you to do what she allows you to do. So if it's something that she has a problem with, you know, and, you know, they running everything now, man. She may respond. She may not respond. So I don't think there's nothing wrong with breadcrumbing because they, they do it. But I don't know if I like you until I I know. So, you know, you have to breadcrumb and, you know, just get a feel to see if, hey, if you for me or is this something that we could do? And if not, hey, cool, you know, don't want to waste your time. You know, let me move on about my business. But, you know, it's just a law of numbers, man. You breadcrumb as much as possible and, you know, you'll find who you're looking for. <laughs> All right. Got to play the odds. In the oh, chat yeah, room. Yeah, man, and uh. Yeah, and, and uh, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you another thing, too, now. I, like I say, I'm, <laughs> just, you know, just putting out that food for thought, man. I just had some, some, some memories. Uh, yeah, man, bread can go a long way, though. Um, you know, somebody think they got a shot, you just like, well, you don't want to run them off and nothing like that, but it's just like, you know, you kind of keep them interested. So, you know, you get a few bucks here, a few dollars there, a few little things here, a few little things there. Next thing you know, man, you you know. You uh, you know, they becoming a, a pretty good asset for you. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You, know, you, just, you just keep <laughs> okay, that rolling. Okay, that's not bread coming. That's pepping. That's pepping. <laughs> <laughs> that's money in the bank. <laughs> well, it, it, well, it, it, it's a well, it, it, it could lead up to that if they don't fall what off fast. Ten dollars. <laughs> yeah. it, it's the same concept. I feel you, man. <laughs> All right, so in the chat room, Crystal said, um, with that, people do it all the time, especially your ex, who sends you little messages and like stuff, uh, so so to keep you on the hook. That's why she had to block her ex. And so, Ray, is breadcrumbs from an ex worse? I mean, you know, they may do more than just like a comment um, or, or put a comment on social media or whatever. They may hit you with the... Uh, I miss us every now and then. They may even just say, I miss the dog, you know, or um, they may throw something at you. Like I heard a mutual friend of ours is having a birthday party this weekend and have you thinking that they want you to take them or something like that. So Ray, what about being breadcrumbed by an ex? Can that have more of a psychological toll on a person making them think their ex still wants to be with them? Well, from my standpoint, I don't think it, it can go like that because if you got an ex, you know, time they open their mouth, time they say a phrase, you know what their intentions are, if that's your ex. So it's kind of like, you know, she's saying, you know, maybe i see you there or whatever the case may be. You already know what that is because, you know, you may have went from not talking at all to them trying to be, trying to be slick. You know what they're getting at. So I that that would be kind of hard to do. And then, you know, it could happen to some people, but once you know a person, you're supposed to, if you're thinking something, you're supposed to say, hey, direct, what is going on or what you think or what you want to do. If, you know, a person can't tell you that once you already known them, 
then ain't really really ain't nothing to talk about. So, I mean, I could see that happening to some people, but now nah, the ex say something, I think um, you would know what it is off the top. Okay. And Eminem, what do you think about being breadcrumbed by an ex? Can that have more of a psychological toll on a person? <laughs> Maybe for them, but uh, <laughs> shit. But uh, yeah, man, it, it could. Uh, you know, if somebody act like they can't go on or whatever, but then you know they they have these uh, delusions of uh, you know whatever they have in their mind. Uh, I know somebody said earlier, people out there crazy, and it ain't like it used to be. Used to be, you know, stuff like that was just like bragging rights, you know. A nigga just want to see if he can still get it, whether he get it or not. You know, that kind of stuff. And you like, oh, man, that, I, I, you know, I can have her anytime shit. You know, it's just pretty pretty much bragging rights. But now, you know, things are a little different. People's minds are different now. You, you Now, you you know, you leave somebody on a, little, uh, a breadcrumb, so say, a little bit. And, uh, shit, you mess around and, you know, something on fire or bullets flying or whatever. So I guess now it's more cautionary things when it comes to that kind of stuff. You know, uh, especially if you, um, if you, uh, you know, seem to be somebody that has a uh, uh, a very high standard uh, status. I mean, not standard, but status some kind of way. So, you know, uh, that that really pisses a lot of people off. So they like to, you know, let people know that, you know, oh, shit, I used to be this, I used to be that. But, you know, if it don't work that way, they could set them off. So. But um, uh, but yeah, man. Uh, the, I I think I think a lot of the breadcrumbing, I, I think it's an art form in itself. You know, it's like you know, it's, it's nothing beats honesty, nothing beats direct. But it's kind of like one of them things with some people. They they get a kick out of the hunt. You know what I'm saying? They don't they they hungry, but they still want to hunt the animal first. You know that type of shit. So they just try to see where something can go. But now it's two ways breadcrumbing go. Either you to Either you the predator or you the prey. So if you on the, uh, you know, for hopefully you the predator versus the prey. Because I mean, when it's the other way around, you know, nobody don't like the way that feels. So um, in cases like that, you know, about ninety nine percent of the time, it's always been the, the predator standpoint. So, uh, but you know, uh, I remember being a prey. Young, real young, especially like you know, middle school and shit like that. You know, hell, high school girls do a little something, boy. Your hopes all up and shit. And you're like, yeah, but then, you know, then you start learning the game. You go, you know, then when it, when it manifests, you start learning how that shit goes. So it don't happen to you as much. So uh, I hope Fred listening, man. I wish that dude would call in sometime. But uh, uh, any young people out there listening, you know, what I'm saying you got to understand. You know, you have to, you have to. Sometimes you have to. Uh, Go through some things to be better at what you do. See what I'm saying? So that's people that you think got a lot of game. Usually, you know, they they got it because they just make sure they don't repeat the same shit they did. Like my cousin say, you don't chew his gum twice. That type of principle. You know, you understand this happened. Well, the next time you're gonna be on the top end of that. You know, if you keep being on the bottom end of that, well, you, you know, you that's on you then. But if you you stay on the top end of it, man, shit, you will thrive, Jack. You know, shit. Okay. Motherfucker cuss you out. You like, man, fuck this shit. You like, shit. You pull up your no. People don't have a roller decks no more. He's like, shit, man, hell. You have lined up just like a damn. He said roller uh, decks. Get... 
Hey, you putting out trade secrets. You need to keep some of that under wraps, Holmes. Come I mean, he he went back so far on that. I mean, you might as well talk about palm pallets and you don't do that. <laughs> I know, and right? Pagers. And so when it's all said and done, though, Joe, um, Brian Crumman, or, you know, some people call it Hansel and Gretel and two, but uh, Brian Crumman is not necessarily all that bad, I guess. I mean, yeah, it may affect certain people a little more differently than others. Like if you have a history with that person, a bad breakup, or maybe that person's in a bad mental state, but for the most part, we kind of all do it and it should be expected, right? I mean, isn't it better to kind of stay in someone's conscience every now and then rather than just jumping in after you ain't talked to them in two years and try to hit them? You got to be careful, man. Uh, women have motives. And a lot of times if they bring come in, you or they doubling back, it's just to get the ups on you from how things went the first time. You know, they they want to get a clear win and, you know, kind of take you down through there. So, man, you need to be careful if they, you know, bring crime in you. Because, they, man, they definitely have motives. And if you're doing it, well, then, hey, you know, you know what your intentions are. You know, just stay on her mind. <laughs> just stay on her mind. You know, she might have a weak moment or she might take her to the right time, just had a breakup or, you know, somebody taking her down through there, she just want to get away or, you know, a birthday come around. Hey, you know, you've been breadcrumbing. You know, you've been putting them deposits in, like I'm saying. Hey, you know, they finally pay out. Yep. So, yep. All right. So, I mean, well, for those out there who have um, been breadcrumbed by an ex, you know, just don't let that screw your mind up. Try to avoid that. You know, like Crystal said, she blocked hers because it was just too much. And um, I mean, just be wary of the favors. You know, I mean, it's, it's one thing if you had a mutual breakup and y'all are halfway cordial and all that stuff, then, you know, that's fine. You probably won't get okie-doke if that's the case. But, uh, you know, just be mindful of what's going on, you know. And so, all right, so the the last question about this particular topic. Now, you know, I'm pretty sure all of you have heard of ghosting. Ghosting is when you communicate with someone, you got a vibe going, and then for whatever reason, that person just stops, just breaks off all communication with them goes ghost. You never hear from them again. Uh, so, Ray, in your opinion, what's worse, being ghosted or being breadcrumbed? Oh, man, that's a hard question. I know what ghosting is. They got a show on MTV with ghosting. Um, I probably would say uh, be, being being ghosted because, you know, person leaving, there's no contact or nothing. You know, you you don't know the reason why they left and all of that. But, you know, I think if you talk to a person uh, a few times, you can kind of figure out what it is. You know, they tell you about their baby father or they tell you about their ex-boyfriend or they tell you how things is going on where we kind of broke up or we not talking, but we've been together for five years. When you see a girl that had a, a significant other for a few years, Leave her alone because you can't compete with that anyway because, you know, everything is a referral back to what they used to do. So 
I think if you don't hear from you kind of know, okay, she must have went with the other dude or whatever the case may be. But if somebody's breadcrumb and, oh, we going to go out and they call you and, you know, I almost called you the other night, but I had to do this, this, and this. That person keeps stringing you along for months and months and months, particularly if you live in the same town, don't even don't even mess with them. But see, when you're young and you're full of cum, that's all you're thinking about. So if you think, oh, it's a small chance that she might come through for you, you keep going and keep going and keep going. Nah, the best thing to do, you young kid out there now, 20, 25, whatever, dating and the girl keep making promises that she has not met, just leave her alone because she's playing games and she's bullshitting. Because you live in the same town, that she working two jobs or something like that. Why can't y'all both meet up on a Friday or Saturday or whenever y'all get off work? She's only so far that's supposed to go. Okay, don't worry. If you got to do this and that, I come up there where you at, I bring some lunches. Oh, no, 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 I ain't going to have time. Hey, I just want to see you five minutes. You know, spend a little time with you. Just, oh, no, no, all that, just leave alone. That's my advice to you guys, and you won't get caught in that situation. It's better to cut it off early than cut it off too late because it saves yourself a lot of heartache. All right, good stuff. And, Buck, what do you think, man? Is it worse to be ghosted or worse to be breadcrumbed? I think probably ghosted because, I mean, you're trying to, you know, you think it's going in the right direction, and then all of a sudden it's just no no more contact. It's, you know, you you kind of wonder. And if, you, if you're not stable, you're really going to be wondering. Um, you know, that's, that's the thing. I mean, you know, you've got to be stable-minded. And a lot of this new generation are not stable-minded. See, you know, guys like us, you know, this stuff happened, we moving on. You know, we're going to go ahead and find somebody else and, you know, get what we're trying to get to. But these, this younger generation, y'all need to realize and understand, it's, this stuff happens. And when it happens, you just have to turn another cheek and go on down the road. You can't just try, you know, some of these jokers go out there and try to seek out why this person ghost them and all this other kind of stuff and or they just not stable minded and you know, they keep you know, they almost do a stalking type deal trying to find out why this chick or person or man or whoever they were trying to mess with, um, you know, why they why they, you know, lost contact. So gotta be stable minded, but I think ghosting is probably worse, especially in today's time. All right. Crystal says it's worse to be ghosted. She says she wants to know why. And um, I think being ghosted is definitely worse to me, too. Um, I remember the last time I got ghosted, um, I met this lady out at a bar. Well, actually, we knew each other through Facebook, through a group, but it was my first time meeting her in person. We just happened to be there, and we were messaging in the group and realized we were in the same place. And chatted with her, got her number, everything was cool. We vibed a little bit. I did buy her a drink. And then um, we were supposed to do something the next day. I just never heard from her again. Well, I ain't going to say again. I did run into her like three months later at a sports bar. She had like nothing ever happened. But, um, you know, I never asked why. I just left it alone. But I think for a lot of people, that's what the problem is. They want to know what happened. Uh, Crystal in the chat room says, you know, they owe you that at least. Be a man or a woman and tell them the deal. 
And um, I guess most people just don't want to do that. They just think it's not worth their time, which is an insult within itself. So they just take the cowardly way out and just disappear. But uh, let me go back to the phone lines right quick. From the 732 area code, the Garden State of New Jersey, please welcome on the voice of reason, Amanda, to the Talk to Q radio show. Amanda, how's it going? Hey, Q. Hey, everyone. How's it going? Hey, what's going on? And you're kind of coming in in the tail end of things, but I will just ask you this last question. I don't know how much you've heard, but um, we're talking about being breadcrumbed. And breadcrumbing a person means that you're kind of like popping in their inbox now and then with messages, or you may flirt a little bit on Facebook. You may send them a text every now and then, but you don't necessarily commit to anything. You're not asking them out. You're just kind of jabbing and, you know, bobbing and weaving a little bit, I guess. So we were asking, do you think you would rather have someone do that to you or would you rather someone ghost you and just disappear altogether after you've been vibing for a bit? Which one is worse in your opinion? Um, I would probably say ghosting would be worse in my opinion. Um, I would rather the breadcrumbs and just kind of like just have a fun, casual, hey, you know, a little flirt here and there, a little, you know, a little inbox inbox flirting or email or text flirting or whatever, as opposed to, you know, we were vibing, like you said, and then all of a sudden the person just stops talking to me. They don't respond to my texts, my calls. They don't ever tell me what the issue was. Like, I think that would, that would probably bother me more because you would never understand why things never went any further. Like the person just literally dipped out on you. So um, I would, I would say I would, I would probably, that would probably bother me more if ghosted me. Okay. And um, hold on. Eminem, you dropped down back in on another number? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. there's another, another call coming in, but that looks like Eminem. But... Yeah. Right. Trying to throw me for a loop, man. That's, you know, I'm a one man show, and I don't have a producer. Number. <laughs> that's his Yugoslavia number. Right. <laughs> All right, so. I'll take a quick break and then we'll get into this final topic about Trump. So I'll be back in about 20 seconds. You can order a Domino's pizza, go out and buy a gun, come back and beat your pizza to your house. I think there's something wrong with that. I think the system is messed up if you're able to do that. The Heartworking Podcast, a little bit of cars and so much more available wherever you typically download your podcasts. All right, you have to check out my man Jay sometime on the Hard Parking Podcast. He does a good job. Okay, so we'll get ready to wrap things up. Um, President Trump has COVID, or at least that's what the report said it last Friday. Um, I mean, how bad have things gotten in the United States when a report comes out like this and so many people in the country, well, in the world, are skeptical of it? And there are conspiracy theories circling around about Trump and his COVID-19 diagnosis. And so I guess my first question, and um, Amanda, I'll go back to you and ask you, my first question is, is he sick? Do you believe Trump has COVID? I don't know. That's a good question. Like at first I was kind of like, oh man, you know, he, he got it, look at this, you know, just being careless and this and that. And then I'm like, wait, what if this is a ploy 
just for, you know, to be the, like, the biggest October surprise ever. Um, and he really doesn't have it, and he's just, you know, then I'm like, well, he's in the hospital. And then I'm like, well, maybe. So it's like I I keep just kind of teetering back and forth. But with the late, with him saying that don't be afraid of COVID, I'm more leaning toward maybe he never really had it. Because, like, to me, if you had it, even if you had mild symptoms, you would say, hey, this thing is real. I know that I had the best care or my immune system isn't that weak, um, you know, but somebody else, they could they could have had, you know, a, a different outcome, especially considering the hundreds of thousands of people who have died from it in this country alone. So I don't really know. I mean, it will. I can't really be surprised about anything because I don't think he has the morals to to really be honest about it. Okay, so Buck, what do you think? Is Trump sick? Well, first of all, if he is sick, you know, him riding around in motorcades you know, not following the doctor's, um, you know, quarantine issues and things of that nature and, you know, trying to return to the White House and all that. You got to think about everybody else that you're infecting. Now, mask or no mask, you know, COVID-19 is something, I mean, there's conspiracy theories about the disease and everything else. But at the same time, I mean, I believe this is a a real disease. Um, And if you're out there and you're in the White House, and you got Secret Service guys and all that kind of stuff, and you're running around out here, you know, not in the hospital, not doing the things that the doctor has told you to do to, you know, you're supposed to be in quarantine 14 days. You can't be riding around in the, in the suburban waving at, waving at supporters, you know. Um, you know, to me, you know, and he may have it, but as bad as that debate was, you, he needed to come down with something. So why not cover it? You know, and then he'll look like some kind of, you know, piece of royalty um, in the event that he gets over this very quickly. You know, he'll, he'll say, I got two tests, I have an experimental drug. And then, he'll, you know, his mouth's so big that he'll go out there and say what the drug is, and then other, you know, people that have COVID will be trying to do it, and it doesn't work for them. So, you know, it's, it's all a smokescreen to a certain degree. I'm not, I'm not doubting he has it. But to me, it it, it just it it raises a lot of red flags. Okay, and Crystal says that's why he left the which is why he left the hospital within a day and after taking off his mask and all of that, he could care less about people, his people or anybody. He just wants to be reelected. He has COVID nineteen, so Crystal says that he has it. But Joe, let me ask you this, man: if he is sick. Then how do you feel about him potentially exposing the Secret Service agents, you know, unnecessarily to the virus by joyriding with them around the hospital and things of that nature? Uh, well, he's a narcissist, man. I doesn't, you know, I don't. He doesn't care, and uh, of course, you know, um, I think he should follow the protocols. But um, my my biggest issue, more than the people that he's affecting, is the message that it's sending to the rest of the country that, you know, rallies behind them that it's okay to, you know, conduct yourself that way with COVID. So even more than the people that he's impacting personally is is, is the people that he's not coming in contact with that can be so easily swayed and, yeah, I'm taking off my mask and, you know, ban the mask and, 
you know, um, it's just, you know, the propaganda that is going to go out because of that. You know, so I think he's, you know, more dangerous to the rest of the country that follows him than he is to the people that's actually around him, you know, which they are in jeopardy, but, you know, I just think it does more damage uh, as far as the message that he's seeing. Okay. And in chat room, Crystal said, you said exactly what she was thinking. He's a narcissist. And, Ray, what do you think, man? If he's sick, why is he potentially exposing other people by, you know, not wearing his mask and riding in cars with people unnecessarily and things of that nature? Give give Ray two seconds. He had to – somebody was at the door, so give him just an extra second. Yeah, yeah, I'm back. <laughs> somebody on the wrong damn door, man. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, what's up? Glad you hear you, hear you bucking those shots back there. Um <laughs> I don't want this show yeah, to be evidence. <laughs> and if if Trump is sick, how do you feel about him, you know, not wearing a mask and riding in cars with other people and potentially exposing them um instead of staying in the hospital until he was better or you know, being serious about the quarantine? Well, it it does send a bad message. I don't know if he is sick or if he isn't sick, but you know, it, it's kind of like uh, if he was, I think they already have the medication within the government or whatever, whether it's been released or not, and all those people that are there can be taken care of. But it just sends uh, a bad message as far as, uh, you know, uh, to the rest of the folks who believe that they have the same access to everything that he has. I mean, but me, all of that is, is basically a, a smoke screen. I don't think that people should really put stock into the antics. To me, I want to look at who can run the country the best. That's what I'm looking at. I don't care about a whole lot of, you know, semantics and he said this, he did that, or whatever the case may be, because it's just like your action with any action. It's going to be seen, but you have to just look past all of that. I think as far as um, you know, this is a lot of stuff to get people talking, and everybody that's you know whatever they want to call it, right wing or left wing, I don't know which wing it is, but they believe a certain way. So if you have to get to that, then that's probably what he's doing. That's the only that's the only shot he got because. You think about it. You say everything you want him to say right now. Is that going to change most people's opinion of Trump if they don't like him? Oh, well, the cops shouldn't have did this, so they shouldn't have tell us whatever case it is. You think they're going to change their opinion. So he got to go with whatever works for him. And a lot of people, I believe, they don't understand that. Oh, he this, oh, he that. So I don't think he believe half of that stuff. But he's using it to get to where he needs to get to. And he may be using this to get to where he needs to get to. So, you know, I see it, I heard it, and everybody making videos, and is he done, is he this, is he that? No. I mean, for a man to be in his 70s and get over it that quick kind of makes you wonder. All right. And so... Eminem, if you don't think that he's sick, then what's the reasoning for all of this? Let's say, you know, Ray, is, like he said, a man in his 70s that gets over this in a couple of days, 
I mean, now when the last time I saw him in a video, he was like he was struggling to breathe. But I mean, let's say that you know he never was sick at all. I mean, then what's the reasoning behind it? Well, I mean, <clears throat> I'm gonna take a non-political uh, 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 shot at it. Number one, this man is a billionaire. He's a former billionaire, and is absolutely brilliant if you're thinking about just money. Okay, like some kind of finagle way, dude probably got some stocks in some of these damn uh, pharmaceuticals or some of these developers. So, um, just what about two weeks ago, it was a rat race. Of, of different people who saying they had the cure. Russia said they had something. China said they had something. Multiple U.S. companies say they had something. So guess what Trump going to do? I'm a fake like I'm sick, you know. Then all of a sudden, I'm healed. It's like a good old revival about 40 years ago when Joker's had was selling like oil and old people was buying it. It's the same concept. So I think, you know, when it's all said and done, win, lose, or draw from a financial standpoint for everybody who believe he had COVID or even think he had COVID. If you walk in a store, uh, I mean, uh, uh, if you're in some kind of medical situation, somebody said, well, you know, it's different things we can use. Everybody going to probably be like, well, what's the shit that uh, they ain't going to know the name of it because, you know, medicines have long names. But they're going to say, what's the stuff that uh, Trump had? Whether they like Trump or not, they're going to say, what's the stuff Trump got? And every time they fly off the shelf, you steady getting money. You know, so. Um, with a lot of, uh, I'm not one of these people that's poor that attack rich people, but with a lot of rich people that have no tact, you can't put nothing past stuff. Like, so, you know, the sacrificial lamb is nothing. Like, you know, nobody's going to be like, oh, man. I got so many people that I could uh, mislead that might hang on every word I say, and they go out and don't take precautions. And next thing you know, you know, they sick. They done wiped out half the elderly population of their family. He don't think like that. So, but if it's just strictly money, you know, that's probably what it is. I mean, he don't give a damn about secret service or nobody getting sick. Because when this stuff uh, is, you know, they're going to keep it on the wraps now, but whenever they release that, whatever that concoction is supposed to be, whether it's Pfizer, whether it's uh, Eli Lilly or Bayer or Johnson, whoever gets the gets the, the, um, the right to sell that, I guarantee you, if you follow the money, <laughs> Trump got some money invested somewhere, and that's some bullshit to sell something. It ain't got nothing to do with politics. It might not be a bad theory. And I'm reading now about um, how Trump has instructed his representatives to stop negotiating the stimulus package until after the election. He says, immediately, quote, immediately after I win, we will pass a major stimulus bill that focuses on hardworking Americans Americans and small businesses, end quote. So, um, He's put off the stimulus package, you know, the 1200 bucks, which uh, is definitely going to, you know, be bad for a lot of his reelection hopes, I think, because a lot of people probably aren't going to be like, nah, I ain't going to 
wait until after the election to see if you're going to do it or not. I thought he would have come out better trying right. to pass it before. So that doesn't sound like it's going to help. But he wants to focus on getting his Supreme Court nominee in, which I'm guessing if he gets her in, then he feels like he's not going to lose the election anyway because he'll have someone to help him fight it um, in court if for any reason the votes come up short for him. So, um, well, you know, he a lot of people don't know it, but uh, he won – the last election based on the electoral college, but the populist vote, he lost. So he know that. So he knows yeah, if, yeah. Uh, if Michigan or Pennsylvania go the wrong way to, I mean, and less people voted last time. So, I mean, I think it was like, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was like 2 million votes in the populist votes that you were behind and still, but you won yeah, the electoral like I, college. So, you know, I posted something in the T2Q group today. I think, um, I think, it said like in Michigan he won by like eleven thousand votes or some low number like that. And yeah, like, I know it was real close. You know, yeah. it was real close. It was more than eighty or ninety thousand black people who didn't vote or something of that nature. So I mean the 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 voting did go down from Obama's reelection to the last election. I think voting um among black people went down uh, I wanna say like six or seven percent, uh, which was significant. But, um, I mean, Crystal makes the point. She said, you know, they're poor white people, too, especially his people. And so if they're not getting that stimulus, then he has to worry about them as well. Uh, so, I mean, but we've heard all kinds of conspiracy theories and people talked about he's just trying to find a distraction for that that just disaster of a debate they had last week and him not um, condemning the Proud Boys, which... First of all, I think it's hilarious, by the way, that the Proud Boys hashtag has been uh, reclaimed by a gay rights group on social media. (laughs) Damn, uh, (laughs) I didn't know that. Yeah, I think it's like some Canadian gay rights group or something. So now they're hashtagging everything Proud Boys. I guess they claim they had the name first. I don't know what it is, but it's kind of funny now and it's making the Uh, um, full Mountie has another connotation. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so and um and crystal says for our people not voting she says because no one voted and people who didn't like hillary and that's true it was more people not liking hillary or trump so they just didn't vote and yeah. that's where we, that's where we're stuck where we are today i guess but yeah we'll go ahead and get ready to wrap things up and get everyone's final thoughts on um, breadcrumbing, you got anything else to say about Trump? Feel free to do that. But Buck, I'll go ahead and let you go first with your final thoughts, man. Great show. Glad to have so many, you know, so many uh, people on tonight. You know, um, breadcrumbing, ghosting. <laughs> you know, really and truthfully, you know, ghosting is probably worse. But even breadcrumbing is not real smart either, especially if you're dealing with somebody, un- you know, unstable. Um, you know, really got to know what you're doing. You know, being more direct and being out, you know, being up front is the best way to go instead of, you know, using these types of tactics. But if they work for you, great. Um, but, you know, just be warned that, you know, you might be on the other side of this thing too. So, but as far as Trump, you know, it, it, it raises a lot of eyebrows. Um, that was the worst debate that was that in the history in the history of mankind, um, you know, as far as I'm concerned, um, I know that 
you know, Trump supporters are not going to buy that. But, you know, it, I, I know I talked to a few people that are Trump supporters, and they were even shocked. So, you know, he had to come up with something to try to save face. And, you know, in the event that he does have it, I just don't think it's very smart to be walking around the White House infecting other people and not wearing a mask and not doing the things that he needs to do to protect himself and others. Um, it remains to see how this plays out. But, you know, this is, a, this is very important. You know, if he infects other people, you know, maybe his vice president, you know, maybe the third in command behind him. You know, this is just not, it's not smart. And it, it just shows that he's not playing with a full deck. And, and like we say down the south, south, all his folks ain't home. His elevator doesn't go all the way up. <laughs> you know, it, you know, something, something's up. You know, so narcissist, whatever you want to call them. But in in the event, you know, that more people are infected, you know, this should send you a clear message on where you need to go. But you know, I'll leave it at this. I'll leave it at that. But the most important thing, get out the vote. Um, people that's listening down in my area or anywhere along the Gulf Coast, let's get prepared. Um, anytime they say a storm's heading New Orleans, you better prepare like it's heading to you. So 145 miles an hour. So, you know, we've got to be prepared. But anyway, enjoy the rest of your week. Be safe. All right. Thank you, sir. And Joe, what you got, man? Final thoughts, Brad Crime and Trump, what you got? Final thoughts. Uh depending on which end you're on, uh, I think Brad Crumman is worse than being ghosted. Um a lot of times, you know, people are Brad you and have no intentions of anything going anywhere with you. But um, a lot of times I've noticed when uh, women have, you know, ghosted me or those situations just kind of fizzled out, it wasn't about me. It was personal. You know, they may be going through something spiritual or, you know, made a choice to be celibate or, you know, dealing with something in their own personal life had nothing to do with me. Uh, we may come across each other again, and, you know, it may be a better situation. So um, I think uh, Brad Crumman is worse than ghosts. With Trump, uh, man, uh, first off, the, the Proud Boys, what, what I saw on Joe Rogan the other day, actually started as a joke. Man, it was an office, like little fraternity almost, like the No Man Club from Al Bundy, into this other thing that it's become. But, you know, the gist of it is not what they have made it to be. And um, with Trump, the... Um, you know, the stand back and stand by, that's pretty much just letting you know, hey, if I don't win clear and fair, then, you know, we're going to cause a ruckus about leaving. I'm not going to leave the White House peacefully. And so uh, I think that's going to be important to watch how that plays out. Like if he does uh, lose uh, the Electoral College and the popular vote, uh, how he acts uh, with losing, and is he just gonna bogart it <laughs> like Bush did Florida many, many, many years ago? <laughs> so that's what I'm looking forward to to, uh, to seeing. Uh, you know, if he does lose, 
and uh, what kind of president can we expect from Joe Biden? Because I don't think anybody's excited about electing Joe Biden. I just think, you know, we hate Trump. Okay. Yeah, regardless of who wins on November 3rd, um, it's going to be some rioting going on, so it's going to be some mess. And I appreciate you joining the show, man. And, Ray, what you got, bro? Yeah, um, breadcrumbing is um, it's bad to do somebody. I mean, I think as guys, we we all probably been caught out there as far as girls talking about, oh, we going out on a date, get something to eat, you mess around there and feed her, then she's on the breadcrumb you and then trying to go on more dates, which, you know, nah, I ain't paying that bitch nothing. You ain't no food, no nothing until you tell me what's going on. That's where that attitude developed from. Because my older brother always told me, hey, man, don't buy no drinks, don't buy nothing until you find out what's going on first. And that's what you have to learn because it's chicks that will go out just because they want a free meal and they want to go to a restaurant and get something to eat. Guys, got to be able to see that, spot that. See, you 20, 21, you're going to get hit on the chin like that. But as you get older, you begin to see what's going on. And we ain't doing all this eating and restaurant hopping and all that every other week, and you ain't telling me what's going on. Yeah, that ain't going to happen. And as far as ghosting goes, you know, like I said, girl ghosts you or something, more than likely it was because, you know, she hooked back up with her ex or they got back together or she met somebody else or whatever the case may be. But you didn't know all that well in the first place is really not a big deal. As far as uh, the Trump situation goes, I mean, yeah, I think it's going to be a bad situation either way it goes as far as how the country goes. Now, like I say, man, y'all y'all strap up and be ready because it's, it's going to be a problem. If Trump win, you know, hey, that's, we know the economy is going to move forward. If Biden get in there Shit, y'all know Biden ain't worth a quarter. I've been censored tonight, so I can't say too much. So, but um, <laughs> as far as, as, as far as uh, you know, if the Democrat win, you got the Trump folks going off. If Biden win, I mean, if, if Trump win, then you're going to have all the other folks going off. And my thing is... Whoever they are, stay away from my doorstep with that bullshit. There's going to be problems. You know, <laughs> it, either, either way it goes, because we want to come in, tear bone shit and everything else. No, I don't play that. So, you know, we, we, will, we will see what happens. But uh, like I say, it ain't all about the foolishness. It's about who can run the country the best. But y'all have a good night, all right, man. I appreciate it. Ray ending strong right there. Amanda, what you got? Uh, great show. Sorry I came in late. Uh, got in late from work and trying to get settled in. So, um, you know, regarding ghosting and break plumbing, I think if you just really think about how you want to be treated, and I know that's cliche and that's, you know, biblical or whatever, but just the golden rule of, like, not treating people the way that you wouldn't want to be treated. Why would you flirt with somebody and you know you have zero intention? It's not only, like, a little small flirt. I'm talking about, like, constantly, like, the breadcrumb and constantly 
hey, I'm hitting you up this week. You don't hear from me for two months. Then I hit you up again, and, like, and it never goes anywhere. And same thing with ghosting. Like, you can let somebody know, hey, you know, um, I heard something about you or you're just not my type or whatever it is. Like, you shouldn't just leave somebody hanging. So I think that if you really think about how you would want to be treated, you wouldn't you wouldn't do stuff like that, at least not make a, a practice of it. So that's pretty much all I have to say about that. Uh, regarding the election and Trump, uh, yeah, I'm just uh, I'm just looking forward to another <laughs> president. That's all I can say. So, um, you know, if he does get back in there, then it is what it is. We just have to make the best of it. But, um. You know, and not to not to say that there hasn't been some some financial good or whatever, but he's just a poor example. And I think for me, I can't really get past um, the shenanigans and the he's just he's just not a good example. He's a he's a person that I think other people look at, and he he just he's just not presidential at all. So you know, that's that's kind of what I see, and just it's it's just a just a bad look, but. You know, all we can do is do our part, and um, whatever happens, uh, the world will go on. So, with that said, I hope everybody at has a great hope. evening, and uh, <laughs> at least we hope. Uh, has a great evening, and uh, enjoy the rest of their week. Thank you very much, ma'am. I appreciate you coming on. And Eminem, shut it down, bro. Oh, man, great show, man, great show. Uh, uh, you know, glad to have everybody on, and... Uh, if I ain't mistaken, was this the same Joe that came to my show with you uh, one time? Yeah, yeah, you've met. Yeah, yeah. What up, Joe? Oh, I, I thought that was yeah. that, that name. Hey, what's going me. on, yeah. man? Oh man, oh man, oh man. Oh yeah, brother. <laughs> yeah, man. But uh, but yeah, this show was awesome, man. I'm gonna flip it over a little bit though. I'm uh, I'm gonna do the breadcrumb and last uh, cause I'm gonna be short and sweet with that one. Um, and this. As far as this, uh, all these shenanigans and stuff like that with Trump, man, it's just, you know, um, if I could sum up everything about uh, Trump, well, specifically this this COVID thing, it could be many things tied to it. Like I say, you know, I'm not going to go back into detail, but I think a lot of it has got uh, like some finance behind it, you know, but it's almost like if we could paint a picture of somebody in a whole nother field, who would they be? Well, Trump would be probably uh, 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 NFL version of, of T.O. Everything is something, everything is a situation. Uh, and like with this COVID, it kind of reminded me of the, I remember I was watching uh, one of the sports shows and y'all remember when it broke that they thought T.O. tried to overdose, and then his publicist came out and said he didn't, and then he was crying about Romo being his quarterback is always something, you know, so it's, yeah. it's kind of the same shit. It's just like, it's, you know, it's, it's regardless of the situation, not serious, and I'm not some of these people that just, like, get so tied into somebody's personality. It's killing people, man, so... 
you don't need to be the leader of nobody's country and thinking about the implications of you not saying the right thing. It's just like right now. I don't know how many times I done told kids, oh, stay away from drugs, stay away from alcohol and stuff like that and get drunk the same night. But at the same time, shit, I'm not going to sit up there and, and knowing <laughs> that you hanging on every, <laughs> you know, you hanging on every word I'm saying, you know, I'm, I'm going to lie to you. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you can certain things, but I'm saying when it, but when it comes to COVID now, uh, talking about Sleepy Joe or something like that, hey, it, it is what it is, you know, you know, yeah, but you can't play with like something and a disease. I mean, shit, if they say wear a mask, if you never put a motherfucker on, just, just, just say, hey, please, America, wear a mask. Like, like they would say, you know, all these other things, like Smokey would say, uh, don't play with matches. Uh, what, how that little saying used to go? Shit, don't, only, only you can prevent forest fires. fires. Right. I mean, that's either does that kind of stuff. It don't. That's the face you got to put on. So, I just, you know, I really have a problem with it when it comes to and stuff. With some of the other stuff, yeah, you know, a lot of it is you got to say what your base wants you to say, whether you mean it or not. But when it comes to something like, uh, Something as serious as something like COVID, which really has changed the world, not just America. I mean, you gotta, you gotta, uh, you gotta, you know, you gotta take a different course on that one. But, uh, but you know, like I said, I just want to see this motherfucker get up out of there, you know. And uh, I don't believe in no man putting the country on track, but you know, it's just that uh, I hadn't, I hadn't felt the felt this kind of tension. You know, really, since I've been was in office, Democrat or Republican, this is a whole nother feels like everything changing. You know, so we need somebody in this boring as hell, where you know, if you're not somebody that's really into politics, you will never just stop and look at the TV because you know press conferences are just high, and and then we're looking at doing this, and NASA will do this today. I'm ready for shit to get back to this, not all this shenanigan bullshit, but uh. Uh, breadcrumbing. Okay, now I'm on my topic. Oh man, it's you know it's different titles and all that stuff like that. The shit been going on since the beginning of time. Pretty much, it depends on which end that you on. If you on the on the back end of it, no, it don't feel good. If you on the giving end of it, well, I don't know. You know, it's different ways to look at. It. And then if you count in the middle. See, sometimes breadcrumbing is one of them things like where, you know, you throwing it out there, but it ain't so much you trying to leave somebody on. It's just you kind of just like seeing like, okay, if this don't go right this weekend, then I got that set up for next weekend. Then I got that set up for this night, and I got that set up for that night. So, you know, it's kind of like how shit go, man. You just weave, bobbing and weaving, you know. So, uh for the young people out there, you know what I'm saying, you know, you can uh, you can listen to all the advice and everything, but uh I got the best solution for all of that. How is look at this scenario. If you a male, you take your bread and give her your bread and <laughs> she will give you her crumb and we are bread crumb. <laughs> Legalize it. Initiative thirteen thirteen. November 3rd, 
Put that shit on the ballot. And what there you have it. Bread crumb and saw. Everything you want. Everything. <laughs> Crystal said, "Did he just make that up?" Yeah, Crystal. I think he did that off the top of his head. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Give her your bread, and she would give you her crumbs. Legal last <laughs> That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh boy. You, you need to remix some two live crew with that one. Man, you ain't kidding. You that. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> you might want to try that out. <laughs> oh, man. That's a whole new term for breadcrumbing. So. All right, folks. Well, I want to thank all of you all. Thank you all for joining tonight's call-in show. The next call-in show will also be on a Tuesday, October 20th at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Don't have a topic yet, but I will take suggestions. Follow me wherever podcasts are located. Just Google the Talk to Q Radio show, or if you have a music app on your phone, then you can find the show on that app. You know, Apple, Google, Spotify, wherever you get your music. Just search for the Talk to Q Radio show, and you'll probably see my bald head pop up. So follow me there. Everyone, enjoy the rest of your week. You've been listening to the Talk to Q Radio show. No experts, just opinion. And I'll catch you in two weeks. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? It's almost like posting a blog, except I'm doing it live. Maybe get people to think differently about what they do and, and maybe change what they do. I never really have a lot of pity for females when it comes to relationships. I was told that I was a man-eater. My name is Quincy. And this is my show. Well, let me thank you for having me on your show. It's so awesome to be here with you and all your listeners. The Talk to Q Radio Show. Follow Q, guys. Thanks. Peace out. Can you blame me, podcast? Everybody got a podcast. Your mama, my mama, your nosy neighbor, dogs, cats, your roaches. But guess what? You ain't heard one like this. So look, tune in every Monday. For a new episode, Can You Blame Me Podcast. Check it out now. Every Monday. Available on Google, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Radio Public, Breaker, and of course, Anchor FM. Y'all tune in, man. We got something to say.